It's the home night. Party at the bodega. Well, I ain't catching that early though, but I was reading something. It's your man Ben's Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing incredible, fantastic, fine, fabulous. Every positive word that you could think of. All right, a Houston family suing after a father husband killed in a golf cart accident. A Houston area family is suing the the man who is accused of crashing into a golf cart, killing a husband, a father, and a son. All right? Daniel Montana Rivera, 21 years old, is being sued by Houston attorneys Randy Soros and Sam uh, Palermo or Palermo of Soros Law on behalf of Christopher Scandridge's family who was Scandridge who was uh, Scandridge. Scandridge was killed in a golf cart incident at an intersection in Cypress. Harris County Sheriff's Office officials stated on August 6, around 2.46 in the morning, Scandridge and two other occupants were traveling in a battery-open, battery-operated golf cart along the 11,000 block of Greenhouse Road the trio approached a four-way stop at the intersection of Town Lake Parkway. At the same time, Rivera was approaching in his Cadillac Escalade SUV. The Harris County Sheriff's Office deputies report Rivera was drunk when he was driving, ran the stop sign, and crashed right into the men's golf cart. Two of the men in the golf cart, Jacob Wonk and Fraser Anderson, died on the scene. Scandridge was taken to the hospital but later died. All three men ranged in the age of 37 to 41 years old. Scandridge leaves behind his wife, Soma Scandridge, and two children, ages 8 and 10 years old, and his parents. Our investigation is focused on discovering all root causes of this crash. We have open mind to have an open-minded on this investigation and hope to hear from all witnesses who know something about this scene or the events of that Sunday tragic morning, said uh, the lawyer, Soros. Chris has been an outstanding member of the community, a dedicated father, a husband, and a son. It is our honor to represent this family. You know, the attorneys stated, according to the sheriff, Ed Gonzalez, a woman and a small child were also in the SUV with Rivera during the crash. Gonzalez said all three suffered non-life-threatening injuries. Rivera has now been charged with three counts of felony murder. His bond has been set at $200,000 for each charge. Scandridge was a flight controller for the FAA for more than 20 years and carried a pilot's license. He also was a pilot. After high school, he graduated from Embry-Riddle uh, Aeronautical University with a degree in Aeronautical Air Traffic Management, which is a good uh, trade to get into. 
um, aerial aerial nautical air traffic management. Um, I'm gonna have to stop right there because that is a good trade to get into. Who's ever in college, or if you can't, if you're undecisive on what um, you want to take, what courses you want to take, this is the one I would advise anybody to take, especially if you want to come out strong in the game. This is uh, a necessity. It's necessary. Uh, it's not that hard once you keep studying it, you know. Uh, repetitive um, reading and intricate time-consuming, studying-consuming will get you on top on this class right here because I know for a fact I'm saying the right thing to help anybody that's listening to me, all right? So aeronautical air traffic management, all right? It's a very good subject, good thing to study in when you're in college. He went to... um, after high school, he graduated from Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University, all right? They're going one little college. If you're just trying to figure out what you want to do with yourself, for the young ladies and gentlemen out there that's listening to my show, Ben's Pharrell, thinking out loud, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm here because I want everybody to succeed in life. And this bit of information right here will help any young lady and man get a very good grip on this game that we call life. Do you understand me? I hope you do. All right. Moving along. He cleared airspace for Air Force One, the NASA Space Shuttle, the Blue Angels, and Thunderbirds. According to the petition, Scandra's surviving family is seeking monetary value relief of more than $1 million. All right, sad situation. Uh, hopefully everything uh, works out for them. Uh, golf carts is like a trend down here in Houston, Texas, and especially in Galveston. Uh, everybody like to jump on, jump inside a golf cart and ride around, especially dirt bikes, motorcycles. I'm a motorcycle rider myself, but I haven't been riding because the kids been tripping out. Uh, they, one one young dude caught himself trying to steal my bike, so I had to put it in the storage. You know, I used to enjoy myself riding on the freeway and stuff like that on my nice, pretty-looking motorcycle. But these little young boys be acting real crazy and stuff. Like, the kid that was trying to steal my motorcycle, he ain't give a shit about nothing but my motorcycle. And the police was looking at, when when I came outside and see my bike was missing, I reported it missing. Police came, they went to the goddamn office, uh, the office management for the apartment that I stay in. And then they was looking at the goddamn security camera and they was just watching the kid. They kept rewinding this shit because the shit was funny to the police officers. It was like, this motherfucker ain't give a shit about the cameras. All he was worried about was the motorcycle and he didn't care about the consequences, anything like that. He didn't know. He wasn't even worried about the cameras. There was a point in time that he looked dead at the camera. I don't even think he realized he was looking at the camera. All he was worried about was the motorcycle. Just to show you how crazy it is nowadays with these young adolescents 
um, with their unoccupied mind, their idle mind, because an idle mind is a dangerous mind. You got to be occupied at all times, all right? Moving along, let me see what else we got here. He's the woman who was detained in Dubai returning to the U.S. All right, that's good news, all right? Finally, I got some good news. All right, this is the Houston woman. A Houston woman who was, who's been detained in Dubai for months isn't any longer. After being held in Dubai since April, Tiara Young Allen is on an airplane headed back to the United States. She received a call from the prosecution court letting her know she could come and have her travel ban released. I was like, go now, go now, go now, laughs Tina Baxter. Uh, laughing is something Baxter hasn't done in months since her daughter was detained in Dubai in April, charged with the crime of yelling at a rental car agent, and she actually faced jail time. I've just been praying that she returns home safely. I've been praying that she didn't end up in prison. Uh, Baxter explained that is uh, the mother. Her prayers have been answered. Allen found out Friday the criminal charges against her had been dropped and the travel ban would be lifted, but the office that could make it happen was already closed. First thing Monday, the American truck driver rushed right over to the Dubai facility and Tuesday, with her passport once again in her hands, she hopped on a flight headed back to the United States and sent her mom, her mother photos of herself on the plane. Those pictures brought me joy. This is the statement from the mother, Miss Baxter. The pictures brought me joy when I saw her sitting there safely. Baxter smiles. Actually, Allen hit a snag there at the airport security checkpoint. They told her, oh, you have a travel ban, says Baxter. After a few heart-pounding minutes, it was all straightened out, and Tiara was on an airplane leaving Dubai. This grateful mother says her daughter is only free after a lot of hard work from Radha Sterling, who's the founder of the London-based nonprofit organization detained in Dubai, and thanks to Senator Ted Cruz's office and Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee. When she stepped in, I saw a movement. I felt like there was hope again. She made contact with the United States consulate there, Thank you so much to the Congresswoman. Thank you to everyone who continue to pray for Tiara as well as myself. Thank you to all of the supporters. I'm happy and thank you to all of the officials in Dubai who cooperated and facilitated the whole process so she could return back home, says Miss Baxter, who hasn't slept all night and says she's ready to have her daughter safe at home in Houston, Texas. Oh. I'm ready. I'm going to give her a big kiss, a big hug, and a kiss on the cheek like she's a two-month-year-old baby. Smile, Baxter. I could just imagine how happy the mother is. Uh, uh, Tiara has a layover in Florida and is expected to arrive in Houston later in the week. As part of the release, on her travel ban, she isn't allowed back in Dubai, and her mom says that won't be a problem at all. Won't that be a problem? Because, like, I would go to Dubai. I would throw a grand party in Dubai, so that is bad for you. 
And I'm pretty sure other celebrities will do the same as well and stuff because I mess with Dubai. I don't have to smoke weed. I don't smoke cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? I could drink a little bit. I don't even really drink like that much. Um, life itself makes me high. So I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Dubai is the spot. Everybody loves Dubai. I don't know. And she, I don't think, what's her name, Tiara, whatever her name is, she might be upset, though, because I'm trying to tell you, in the future, we might be chilling in Dubai with some pina colada and stuff on the goddamn speedboat, which she's missing out, you know? Ain't nobody really messing with America like that, you know? We tired of America. We like to go to other countries and stuff, like Amsterdam, Dubai, doggone Ghana, Africa, South Africa, Australia, you see what I'm saying? France. So... I don't know. You done cut yourself short. Moving along. Let's see what else, what we have over here and stuff like that. Yeah, guys. Uh, I was thinking, I'm, I remember earlier, I was like, man, I don't know if this podcast stuff is going to work. But it takes a lot of work. It takes a whole bunch of work. All right, let me see what else is here. Uh, woman accused of driving a car into family member's house, ransacking it. That is scary. Let's see what is that. There's a bunch of stuff going on today. Uh, Harris County woman accused of driving a car into the somebody's house. A Harris County woman is facing charges after allegedly crashing her car into a family member's house, ransacking the home, and then locking herself in her in her own house for more than an hour. The sheriff's office stated shortly before one in the morning Tuesday, deputies responded to a call about a car being driven into a house near Shaw and Badrew. Deputies say a 38-year-old estranged family member who had a trespass, who had trespassed before, drove into the house, went inside and ransacked it, and then left before deputies arrived. But she was looking for something? No injuries were reported to anyone inside of the house. Deputies say units went to the woman's home down the road and found out that she had locked herself in the bedroom. Authorities say negotiators spoke with her for about an hour and a half before she came out. She will be charged and will get mental health assistance if deemed necessary. Officials stated the Harris County Police Four Constables Office assisted the Sheriff's Office. All right. Uh, I was retarded. Uh, she probably do need mental help. Or it looked like she was stealing something or she could have been she could have been high on something. In other news, July 2023 was officially the Earth's hottest month on record by a wide margin. I really, I don't think I could believe that because I endured hotter seasons than this. But let's see what the hell they're talking about. Now that July sizzling numbers are all in, the European Climate Monitoring Organization made it official. July 2023 was Earth's hottest month on record by a wide margin. July's global's average temperature of 16.95 degrees Celsius, six or 62.51 degrees Fahrenheit was a third of a degree Celsius, 
six tenths of a degree Fahrenheit. All right. Uh, I don't want to break down the Celsius, the difference between Fahrenheit and Celsius. All right. It means it's hot, guys. I'm not no goddamn professor or anything. So just keep up with me. All right. So it's been uh, six tenths of a degree Fahrenheit. All right. Higher than the previous record set in 2019. Copernicus uh, Climate Change Service a division of the European Union's space program announced Tuesday, normally global temperatures records are broken by hundreds or a tenth of a degree. So this margin, this margin is unusual. The United States is now at a record 15 different weather disasters that caused at least $1 billion in damage this year. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric administration announced Tuesday it's the most mega disasters through the first seven months of the year since the agency tracked such things starting on in 1980 with the agency adjusting figures for inflation. These records have dire consequences for both people and the planet exposed to ever more frequent and intense extreme events, said Copernicus Deputy Director Samantha Burgess. There have been deadly heat waves in the southern, southwestern of United States and Mexico. We were talking about that last night with the uh, migrants crossing the border, you know, because they're crossing the border and they're dying by the numbers because of the heat. Europe and Asia scientific quick studies put the blame on human-caused climate change from the burning of coal and oil and natural gases. We should not care about July because it's a record, but because it won't be a record for long, said Imperial College of London climate scientist Frederick Otto. It's an indicator of how much we have changed the climate. We are living in a very different world, one that our societies are not adapted to live in very well. Uh, so, 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 the global average temperature last month was 1.5 degrees Celsius. That's 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit. Warmer than the pre-industrial times in 2015, the nations of the world agreed to try to prevent long-term, long-term warming, not individual months or even years, but decades. That is 1.5 degrees warmer than pre-industrial times. Last month was so hot, it was 0.7 degrees Celsius, 1.3 degrees Fahrenheit. Hotter than the average July from 1991 to 2020. Copernicus said the world's oceans were half a degree Celsius, 0.9 degrees Fahrenheit, warmer than the previous 30 years in the North Atlantic was 1.05 degrees Celsius, 1.9 degrees Fahrenheit, hotter than the average. Antarctica set record lows for sea ice, 15% below average for this time of the year. All right, hold up before I go any further. If that was, I don't know. I know I can't say anything. I can't even really speculate because it's, it's the beginning of August, so I can't speculate too much. But we'll see what further... Um, anomalies, weather anomalies will happen because I don't know yet. 
But one thing I can honestly say, because I do have a radar system in here, so I do keep in track of what's going on in the um, Pacific Ocean, uh, on in the, equa in the equator of the world. That's the middle. That's like South America, goddamn Guadalupe, and uh, the countries like Costa Rica, the uh, Virgin Islands. In that region, I keep close monitor to see if any activity, but there's a lot of activity. It's just no hurricanes has been forming as of yet, but it's too early for me to speculate because hurricanes could start forming and probably next week or in a week from now, we might see something funny, but I'm keeping my eye on everything just in case something happened. All right, let me see. Let's move forward. It's a stunning record. And it makes it quite clearly the warmest month on Earth in 10,000 years, said Stefan Ramsturf, a climate scientist at the Potsdam Institute for Climate Research in Germany. He wasn't part of the Copernicus team, but Ramsturf cited studies that use tree rings and other proxies that show present times are the warmest since the beginning of the, I don't even know what this, holo. Holocene epoch about 10,000 years ago. And before the Holocene started, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but somebody please correct me. The, before the Holocene started, there was an ice age. So it would be logical to events to even say this is the warmest record for 120,000 years, he said. All right, so. I'll just basically I'm gonna just keep monitoring this warmer climate that the world has been enduring. Like I I I I I'm really like being um I'm rejecting this article to be honest with you because it's been a calm summer. I've been I endured warmer summers than this. So I'm kinda rejecting it, you know. So uh I think this article is being subjective, if you ask me. But I'm keeping my eyes on the radars because that's what I like to do. You know, I'm into, like, um, scientific stuff. I'm into studies. Obviously, you can see that, you know. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to cut this pie, this apple pie, short and sweet. All right? You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You can follow me on Instagram with the same name, Box Benji. That's B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You know, I got to keep repeating myself so you people can understand what the hell I'm saying. And you can go on TikTok, which I'm very active on. Don't know why it's very addictive, but... It is underscore murder envy. That is underscore M U R D E R E N V as in Victor I I. Did you get that, ladies and gentlemen? I will be right back with another segment just for you people. So don't worry about it, all right? Don't you dare worry about it. So I'm going to holler at you later. Peace. Harlem Nights, party at the Bodega.